Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. Who says you can't go home, Vince? Bon Jovi? Is that Bon Jovi? I'm always confusing. There's so many artists that do stuff about home. I think it's him who literally says, Who Who says you can't go home? I'm thinking about him because I think it's time for you to maybe go home. Yeah, to the great state of Michigan. 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 Yes, I think that's where we're going to be focusing our episode on today. You know, the only way that could have been better is if we were at Holmes Brewing, but we are not. We are at Sagatuck Brewing. Oh, and what are we drinking from there? We're drinking a peanut butter porter. Porter? That's, that's the name of it, a peanut butter porter. And I don't mean a hotel... I what do you call them? I, they're porters, an old right? Boy? A bellhop. Yeah, they're, they're called porters, too. Porters right? are the people that carry the bags for the people climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. They do I all the hard work. I thought those yeah. were Sherpas. Nah, no, they call them porters. But I don't What's think they... then? <laughs> Was that the guy in Red Hot Chili Peppers? I digress. Oh, on Mount Kilimanjaro. I mixed up Mount Kilimanjaro with Mount Everest. It's fine. They're both high mountains, okay? Got it. Everybody get off my case. Yeah, so we're drinking peanut butter porter, which is literally the name of the product, and it's also pretty much how it's described uh, online, a classic porter, rich with the delicious harmony of peanut butter. Open the top on this flavorful beer for a silky smooth drinking experience. No spoons required. Okay, I like that. So that's what's interesting to me is the peanut butter on a spoon. Did you ever do that just for a snack yeah, when you were a yep, kid? Yeah, I've done it. Is that how you like? I've I've fed I fed dogs peanut butter on a spoon too, which I find like super ironic now, thinking how yeah. my mom handed me a spoon full of peanut butter. And I eat peanut butter very often, but it's always mixed with something else. So like, I usually mix it with a smoothie, or I'll mix it as part of like you know a like a snack with maybe like some celery. But yeah, I mean, standalone is a great food item um i don't really know what else to wait, 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 what do you mean standalone it's a great food item i don't think i've ever had like a peanut butter standalone is just, like a, you just talked about having a spoonful of it that's yeah it's like a snack but it's not like it's not standalone it's not substantial <laughs> i didn't mean it's gonna like you know fill me up for the rest of the night but like as something to just have i would say that's standalone fine all right, fine. It's standalone. It's standalone. We'll give it. But I find it funny that something standalone is more famous for all its combinations yeah. than it is standing alone. Tell us a little bit about Saga Talk, though. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, it's kind of a, a northwestern Michigan, kind of right on the lake there. A little beachy community, a little smaller. Yeah. Uh, I could be pretty wrong about that. And I've never actually been to Saga Talk. Neither have I. That's Cards why. on the table. I've never been on uh, to Sagatuck. I've definitely spent some time on the west side of Michigan there. Uh, it is a little bit farther north from South Haven. Yeah. If we're going to pinpoint it to a beer central location, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, uh, it is kind of in the middle of those on the coast. So forming a little right. triangle of beer. And I, 
I can make up some facts about Saga Talk if you'd like. I don't know if they would appreciate it, but I'd love to hear at least one made-up one. Yeah. Um, so Saga Talk is actually the home of the author of Tuck Everlasting. Really? Yeah, the popular children's yeah. book that everyone read in first grade. Isn't it also true that Al Pacino lost his virginity there? And that is true. Yeah. That's where he said, She's got a grass! And I got my head! Oh, the way up it! And I'll tell you what, you'd never know this, and keep this on the DL, okay. but uh, Harrison Ford had hair transplant surgery in Saga Talk. you got to be kidding me. I swear to God. At the famous Saga Plug Institute? Yep, at the Saga Plug Institute. <laughs> at the Saga Plug Institute. Yeah, these are all true facts. Well, one true fact I can tell you about Saugatuck Brewing is that they were actually involved in a spicy lawsuit. What? Recently. What happened? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you right now. Summarize it quick because I think we got to crack this soon. Oh, but... we should crack it. So, in 2018, they were they expanded down to Florida, right? And the number two brewery in Tampa Bay, Three Daughters Brewing, brought a suit claiming that. They changed the can art from oval beach blonde ale to something more similar to the beach blonde ale that Three Daughters produced. Oh, my. So I don't think it held up, but, you know, lawsuit. Well, the reason we're doing this is because it's a porter, and it's it's the season for that. We're barely making the cup. Yeah, so let's crack. Let's crack it, and we'll see how peanut buttery it is, too. Here's the happy. Here it is. Oh, okay, wow. The 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 color already looks like melted Reese's Pieces. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I smell the peanut butter on it. Okay, holy moly. That tastes as... Just had, just had a bowl of Reese's Puffs. <laughs> That's it. Yep, I mean, we were talking about melted cereal. We've been talking a lot about cereal lately. we got to probably get off that hill. We're huge cereal guys. It's not a big deal. This tasted. This tastes like pretty much candy. melted down candy. Melted down candy. It's gorgeous, and I think a lot of that it's is to good. do with we're talking like stouts. We're talking porters. These are the ones you add peanut butter to, for the most part. Outside of, I believe I've seen a PB and J sour, which we'll try at some point. But oh, I don't know how that's gonna go. But oh, could be good. Could be bad. Either way, like I think it's the the chocolatey and roasty flavor that goes in porters and in stouts that works well. And in this one, I mean, you think about like peanut butter stout, peanut butter chocolate, peanut butter coffee. Either way, whatever it is, yeah, great combination. Let's talk great combinations. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is obviously Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. I can't believe that's the first thing that came to mind. Like, I, I'm thinking like Jordan and Pippen. I thought that would be first in your mind. Well, I mean, we are somewhat watching uh, basketball right now, and that definitely comes to mind. You know, I think duos naturally lean towards comedy. There's not a lot of great dramatic duos. Although, I mentioned Al Pacino. Pacino and De Niro. Okay. What about Affleck and Damon? That that works for both comedy or drama. What comedy in, were they in? They were in Dogma. Oh God, yeah. Kevin Smith. Let's 
you know what? Let's do it. Should we go in on Kevin Smith? Let's have a Kevin Smith episode. Let's have a Smith episode. Here we go. I'm curious here. <laughs> I don't understand when, at what point, Kevin Smith became so well-liked and popular that he started getting everybody in these films. He's got Amy Smart in a couple of them. Well, I think it was somewhat of the right place at the right time. He was from the East Coast, and he was young, and so were Affleck and Damon. And he kind of was like, hey, I've got this weird indie movie idea called Mallrats. I'd like for you to be in it. Were they None of us are famous. Yeah. So was uh, Jason Lee, if you remember him. Dude, that guy is like... My name is Earl fame. Oh, yeah, you're right. Jason Lee. I was just trying to think. I thought you were talking about the other guy, uh, Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, no. Jason what? What's his last name? His last name starts with an M. Yeah. Do you remember that that guy made an appearance in Degrassi? (laughs) I don't remember much of Degrassi, to be honest. He had a weird kind of relationship with Manny What's your thing with Kevin Smith? Do you not like him, or are you just not I don't understand. I I don't understand. I mean, I don't understand the appeal. I think we've discussed this in previous episodes, how a lot of artists get locked into their same like the the their same rituals and I feel like he just does the same thing over and over and over and over again and I got sick of it. I got tired of it. He was pretty early on the idea of a connected universe though because all of those movies are connected. I don't even care. That's the worst <laughs> part. Is like he made this connected universe, but I just don't care. Like I don't for some reason, I'm not a Kevin Smith guy. And maybe because, what is he? He's always wearing like an Islanders jersey or something, like a hockey jersey. It's always New York stuff. It's yeah. always New York stuff. I mean, he's like he's like a fat bearded white Spike Lee. We get it. <laughs> you like New York. He's always courtside at the Islanders game. It's the Islanders. It is the Islanders, which is interesting because there's a guy in 30 Rock played by Paul Giamatti, a very well respected actor, who just reminds me of Kevin Smith. I got a fact. I got a fact for you that's going to make you like Kevin Smith way more than you expect. I'd love to hear it. So Kevin Smith once wrote a script for a Superman movie. I've heard this. So that so that it was going to star Nicolas Cage as a long-haired Superman. It was going to be directed by Tim Burton. It was a fucking crazy idea. Well, they got to the finish line of the script, and the guy who was going to produce the movie, John Peters, said. It has to end with a fight um, featuring a like mechanical spider, okay? And <laughs> he was basically like, no, fuck that. I'm not going to do this. Well, two years later, Wild Wild West comes out starring your boy, Will Smith. And guess what ends that movie? A fight with a mechanical spider. Who is a producer? John Peters. Wow, so he just had a thing for He just was like, I got to put this in a movie somewhere. And I think that that's extremely funny. That when you got funny. an idea, you got an idea. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those kind of irrational things. Yeah. I don't have a good reason to hate him. Here's the real question, and this is the only thing that will make me like him, and I don't think that he's a part of it. Waiting. He's not in waiting. He's, he's not. He has nothing to do with waiting. <laughs> I don't think you know much about I, I know enough about Kevin Smith, okay? <laughs> I know Jay and Silent Bob, and I know Mallrats, and I know he did, he did Dogma. I know this. I, all this. Yeah. But the idea is that waiting is kind of in that... Basically, when I sat there and I watched it, I'm like, this reminds me a lot of a Kevin Smith movie that I've seen, but better. Ironically, Ryan Reynolds 
the star of waiting, who you also have a very noted affliction He's for. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a great guy. <laughs> I uh, I can't wait to try this out of the glass. I don't know if it's going to make a difference I don't think not, it's going to make a difference. Just like your, your, I guess your conversation piece about Kevin Smith doing Superman with Nicolas Cage didn't make me feel better about him. Well, I did want to ask you about this. I don't know if it's totally related, but have you seen King Richard yet? Mm-hmm. You have. What did you think of King Richard? Um, I thought it was great. I didn't want Richard Williams to be the main protagonist of it. But I also don't know that it could have existed the way that it did without him being the main protagonist. Like, I felt that going back and watching interviews that Will Smith overplayed the New Orleans accent. That, like, Cajun-ish. You know, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I thought the actresses who played the Williams sisters were phenomenal. Like, great I thought kid they actors. Were, they yeah. were great. I, re- I really thought, and it pains me to say it, I think Will Smith is at his Leo stage where he wants an Oscar so bad he'll try and do anything to get it. I think he's going to get it. For this, I hope not. Let me put it to you this way, Vince. I think that Will Smith has been doing Will Smith in movies for 25 years now with a, with a, a couple of exceptions. Okay. He hasn't really been not doing the Will Smith thing. And in this movie, he definitely disappeared into a different character that was not just Will Smith. What is the Will Smith thing? The Will Smith thing is basically men in black. I'm going to show Fresh up. Prince of Bel-Air. I'm going to be the charming guy who like literally ends the movie with a rap song that I wrote for the movie. And I'm not saying that that is necessarily a bad thing. But eventually you see that enough... You see it in Hitch, you see it in Independence Day, you see it in, you know, you name a bunch of other things. Other than The Pursuit of Happiness, which I personally think is probably the best acting he's done. What He's still Will Smith in that. He's still like, what? so it's, basically, wait, this, would be, this would be akin to you saying your favorite Will Ferrell movie is Everything Must Go, because he's not Will Ferrell in it. I didn't say it was my favorite Will Smith movie. I'm just saying that I think that... King Richard is the most character-driven work that he's ever done. And I I firmly do believe that. Okay, well, maybe he should do more character-driven work because he overdid this one heavily, in my opinion. I don't know if I agree with that. I think that he elevated what would normally be a bland sports movie and made it into something that I, I was genuinely very moved by. And I think part of that could also be because I loved the child actors in the movie and i thought they were really good but i think it was he was like sort of elevating them as well they both you could both see how much passion they had for the part but i do generally think you're right in the sense that we are way too late to you know give these big time actors oscars and we do it for stuff that's not the most famous thing they're ever going to be a part of which no. is, this is not the case for wilson no i mean listen Leo got hosed on a few things, and I'll give him credit because while he started, he started a push in the projects he was looking for, but you couldn't tell he was pushing in his roles for the most part. Yeah. Right? And then he got it. What did he get it for? The Revenant? Yeah. Which, to be honest, was not his best performance. Not even a top eight Leo performance for me, and a movie I'd never want to watch again. Beautiful movie. Beautiful. Just yeah. really like it. That's, is that Alfonso Cuaron? It is uh, Alejandro Iannitu. Alejandro Iannitu. Yeah. Sorry. Both of them are, are well-known for very, like, right. 
well, very beautiful cinematography. And also really intense things. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm going to sit here, this is this is a great combination, right? We have a great combination. And I think Will Smith and sports in general, to me, seems like it'd be a great combination. Agree? Disagree? I, I do. Well, I partially agree with that because I think that it was great in King Richard, but not so good in Concussion. Fair. And I think... Concussion was another Oscar reach. This man reaches for Oscars. I love and, him to death, but he and does. I gotta, I gotta be honest. Like this to me is more concussion than King Richard because oh, interesting. I don't feel like I'm drinking a beer right now. I feel like I'm drinking a cold soda. Like, is that a bad thing? Well, I guess in this case, yeah, because it's the peanut butter is so overwhelming that I don't even think I'm drinking a beer right now. Whereas with other porters we've had, I'm thinking specifically about um, Goddamn Pigeon Porter. That was good. That was an, an amazing beer that I never didn't think was beer. And there have been multiple times I've sipped this while we're talking where I was like, is this just like RC kind of flattened out with a little bit of peanut butter in it? Oh, interesting. RC, good. <laughs> I'm sort of like turning on my own take, but... I think you know what I'm getting at. No, I understand what you're getting at. I think for me, I've had Sagatuck Brewing before, and I've had some stuff that's really good. I've had some stuff that didn't hit the spot for me. And I think this is a very tasty beer. I really do enjoy it. But again, if I'm thinking about like, and again, this is a peanut butter porter, but we've had another one. We've had a peanut butter stout before from... From Forehands. I like that one more than this one. And that was really well done and really well mixed. This one, you're right. There's It's a little peanut butter forward, and it feels right. like... I think. It's a fair assessment to say that this beer tastes like Will Smith's Quest for Oscars. Yeah, it's reaching. You, it's try, it it's up, trying yeah. real hard, and it's got to let it come to him. He's got to let it come to him, just like this beer's got to let that come to it. You know? Yeah. And it sounds it like we disagree a bit on King Richard. Like I do think he did a really good job in that movie. But if you're asking me the best Will Smith performance, I'm gonna just say Men in Black. I think it's it. And it brings us right back to duos. Yeah. Because name a more iconic alien killing duo than Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> and Will Smith. Except for young Tommy Lee Jones, who is played immaculately by my main man, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. God, that's a man that deserves an Oscar. I don't think he has one yet. And he deserves And you know what? He's going to get one because he's not pushing. Is Wait a minute. Are the, is that the best alien? If Kevin Smith has Kevin Smith won an Oscar. No, I'll lose it. I might <laughs> throw myself out the window if Kevin Smith has won an Oscar. I feel like your Kevin Smith is my Rami Malek at this point. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. There is no like this man could could yeah. make a universally lauded movie, the greatest, arguably like something that rivaled Citizen Kane, which I didn't really get, but you know, sure. And I would still be like, no. I don't like him. I've had enough. Yeah. I, like, ugh. Well, I was only going to say uh, one other thing about alien killing duos. Is Bill Pullman and Will Smith equally as good of an alien killing duo? No, because Bill Pullman gave the orders. He didn't really pull the trigger. That was yeah. Will Smith did some heavy alien killing lifting. He did. I don't think they they don't really spend any time on screen together that whole movie. <laughs> Not either. really. Not really. Metaphorically speaking, though, they all kill a lot of aliens. But, yeah, I still, I get what you're saying. Could you pick Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton out of a lineup? I could. Yeah, but only because one of my friends looks like Bill Pullman. Because I absolutely could not. To me, they're the same person. 
<laughs> they do look person. extremely similar. And they're Bill Pease. Yeah. Well, Vince, I'm going to give this a score, and I'm I'm going to give this a, a 2.5 out of 5 times. I like peanut butter. I've, I like some porters, but something about this just leaves me wanting a little more. And I feel like you said it best, like, it's Will Smith's quest for an Oscar. I get the effort, but it's just not for me. Yep. It seems like uh, you've touched on this with Sours, actually, and I think it's almost applicable here. It seems like, well, everybody's got a peanut butter stout. Everybody's got a peanut butter porter. We should have one of those, even if you're not really super equipped to do it, which I don't know. Maybe they are. And I think that undersells a little bit of what we're tasting because we like it. We do like it. Yeah, it's it's fine. I just I'm not hankering for another one right away. Yep, and I think for me it's it's three vinces out of five vinces. And uh, screw you, Kevin Smith. Kevin, I hope you're not listening. Kevin, I hope you're listening. <laughs> I hope you're listening, and I hope you DM us and follow us. And you know what I do? I hope you do. I hope you ask me for my address because I'll give it to you. I want to hear. I want <laughs> to talk to you face happen. to face. I want to talk to you face to face. I want to. I want to know why you do what you do. He. Kevin Smith calls you up and says, I'm going to put you in the next Jay and Silent Bob. Are you in? No. You're going to say no? No. Put me in Dog You're Part full 2 of shit. at least. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm going to say no. And you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say, Kevin, I've now put it out there publicly that I wouldn't do this. So I can't do this. Can you come at me with like, I don't know, a good movie? Wow. And then he'll say, F you. I'm glad I'm not your agent because this would be a hard thing to, to talk around. Are you kidding me? Just find me find me a job that doesn't have Kevin Smith attached. How hard is it? He's not like omnipotent. He's not on, <laughs> attached to every project that's worth that's doing. That's what you think. He's honestly he's attached to most projects that are not worth doing. I'm sorry. And the Islanders suck. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. But I think we should wrap it up there. This has been a very enlightening episode on a number of topics that I didn't think we were gonna get into, but that's yeah. pretty much this whole show. Yeah. And to be honest, I, I'm not going to be right for the rest of the night because I talk more about Kevin Smith than anyone should ever have to. But uh, if you want to hear us talking, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple and Spotify. And wherever you find your podcast, leave us a review. We'll read it. We'll acknowledge it. Or if it sucks, we'll probably make fun of it. But either way, it will be read. And Kevin Smith. Yeah, leave a review. Leave a review. Tell Kevin. you what, Kevin, if you leave a review, we will definitely acknowledge. Yeah, that. well, you know what? It'll be a special episode, Kevin. <laughs> but until then, I'm Tom. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans, must booze, and we'll see you next time. I'm still hot about this. <laughs> get get he hot. He upsets me, dude. He really upsets me.